Folks, welcome to the Dancers Podcast. I am your host, Dan Donahue. This is Terrence Pennington. And right up top, boy, do we have some stuff to talk about today. Oh. But uh, I have some stuff to say up first, and I have a very exciting announcement at the end of these plugs. So for these plugs, stick around. I know that sounds gimmicky, but this is actually for real. This is powerful. Um, so 1014, I am in Des Moines. Uh, October 20th, I am in Cincinnati. Uh, October 27th and 28th, I'm in Kansas City. October 29th, I'm in Springfield, Missouri. And I'm going to skip over my exciting date uh-huh. here. Uh, well, they're all exciting dates, but I have one that's... I, I say exciting, I mean I need to sell a lot of tickets. <laughs> Extra special. Yeah. Uh, December 8th, I am in Seattle uh, for two shows. And now, I'm happy to announce uh, November 16th through the 19th. Uh-huh. I am in Bloomington, Minnesota, mm-hmm. doing the House of Comedy. Now, this is a venue that I've actually been I've been hearing about for a long time. I've been dreaming about doing for a long time. Uh-huh. And uh, this is very, very exciting for me. So if you're there, please buy the tickets. As always, check out the Patreon. It helps buy uh, Terrence a new toupee to wear for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Terrence, you've been making uh, 25% of the Patreon for about a month or two now. And um, how much promotion have you done for that? Like, mm-hmm. I, in what way have you been carrying your share of the 25% of the Patreon? Absolutely none. <laughs> Absolutely just just literally being here right now. And that's why I love you. Because you're, you're an evening, and I would even go out as far as to say neutralizing force to my forward energy yeah. in a way that I think helps this podcast grow yeah. at a level that is understandable. You need someone to keep you humble. You I know? need someone to keep me humble and to hold me back. You hold know what I mean? Hold back. Just slow you down a little you bit. You ever see those NFL players running with the parachute behind them, and the parachute opens as they run, and it slows Absolutely. them down? That makes them stronger, uh-huh. and that's how I see you yeah. as my partner and co-host. Yeah, resistance training, dude. It's resistance, and boy, is there some resistance going there on There is here. so much resistance, dude. <laughs> you call me, and you're like, okay, could you do this little thing? And I'm like, you got it, and then I just forget. Or you're to- unable <laughs> to do it because your laptop is my laptop from 2010. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I d- no, I, I said... I'll try my phone, but then you're like, never mind. Yeah, well, I don't want, I mean, the websites you go on, I was going to give you the login for something, but then I was like, I'm not going to give you the login for- Why not? With what you do online? I'm like a 20, what is it, 25% stakeholder? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah. No, continue. Speaking of being a stakeholder, (laughs) um- I feel I feel as though I'm a bit of a stakeholder in this neighborhood, right? I'm a man. I'm a man about the neighborhood. I walk. Oh, I have some stuff to talk about with my neighbor. We we oh. talk about the neighborhood a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We talk yeah. about this beautiful, beautiful yeah. land that I live in. We talk about the barrio. You know. Uh, put up really quickly. So I'm walking to the Seven Eleven. Not not quite yet. Don't put up. We have a couple of graphics to overlay if you're watching this live. New um, tech. So I'm walking to the Seven Eleven to get Terrence a little sugar-free Red Bull. And uh, to get me a little uh, Gatorade, I've been doing hot yoga. We'll get into that later. Uh, I walk up to the Seven Eleven, which is always a, a bag. It's a it's a little bag of tricks. That uh-huh. Seven, you never know what you're gonna get at the Seven Eleven near my place. Mm-hmm. There's something that's gonna be happening. Sometimes you show up to the Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. and it just you're just that you see the line, you see who's in the line. Yeah, there's a there's a guy who is like actively. Uh, he has a volleyball in his hand and is throwing it against people's heads yeah. who are in line. And you go, 7-Eleven is not going to be where I go today. 
And that, you know what that is, dude? That's just living in nature. <laughs> That's just living, because sometimes, sometimes the water is running from the well, and sometimes it isn't. Okay. Sometimes the resources are there, and sometimes it isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to the 7-Eleven today, put up that first picture, and there is a van that is backed up so far mm-hmm. um, that it is blocking the door. Keep, keep that up for just a second. Yeah. So you can see this is the van. It's backed up so far that it is uh, blocking my entrance into the 7-Eleven. You can take that down, Terrence. And that's just part of the that's just part of the ecosystem. Yeah. Stuff like that is what gives you the life energy mm-hmm. to understand uh, the ins and outs, the vicissitudes of okay. life. Okay. There was something that happened inside the Seven Eleven that I got a picture of mm-hmm. that shocked me, which is rare because again, this is a pretty shocking Seven Eleven. All right. Go ahead and throw up that picture. There we go. They put a lock. Over the door to the drinks, not the not the uh, prophylactics, mm. you know, not the expensive things like shaving kits or whatever, yeah, which yeah. I still think is pretty crazy. Yeah. Over water. Uh, yeah. yeah. They put a lock over the water in the 7-Eleven <laughs> that I go to. Take that down for a second, Terrence. Now... There's a lot of things that you get shocked at for being locked up and things that I actually I I would love people to just have free access to. Condoms being one of those. Uh-huh. I think if you're a person who wants to use mm-hmm. protection, mm-hmm. you should be able to use it free, no questions asked. Because yeah. it does only benefit to society at large. Yeah. The spreading of diseases, mm-hmm. unwanted pregnancies. Well, Those things are bad for society. Uh, yeah, but, like, I mean, if you want a free con, I mean, that's what black barber shops are for, dude. You know what I'm saying? Wait. <laughs> is is that a service they do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in my, yeah, every black barber shop I go, well, every minority or, like, hood barber shop I go to, it's got, like, a thing of condoms. They look old. Don't I wouldn't take them. But a like, service that black barbershops offer is free condoms yeah yeah i had no idea about this i mean at least in the one i I haven't been to a barbershop in like three years but like when i did they they had it do they do they tell you about it or is it just kind of there out in the open yeah it's just there always full (laughs) 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 always full you know what i'm saying yeah Well, yeah, um, yeah, it's the nah, nah, nah bucket. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's good to know. Hey, good, f- good for you, black barbershops. Thank you, thank. You. But like, speaking of the what, that's like a, that's kind of scary. If they got like water, they're I mean, locking up. I was gonna go ahead and say mm-hmm. the other things that upset me to see locked up are obviously like baby formula right that's uh-huh. pretty upsetting to see baby formula locked up yeah yeah what really really upsetting mm. is water yeah yeah water yeah yeah bottled water yeah and it's like too many things are happening right now yeah you know the world's kind of crazy right now then you walk into a 7-eleven and the water's locked up that that's a that <sighs> Well, here's the thing. I don't even know if it's a statement of the situ- of situations at large. No, um, no, it's not. It's my neighborhood. But I hate it 
when there is a reminder of what kind of neighborhood I live. Because I know, I mm-hmm. listen, I know I'm not I'm not balling at a massive scale here. Uh-huh. We could be if we sell those uh, Minnesota tickets. Absolutely, but that 25%. <laughs> I'm not balling at a crazy level right now, but uh-huh. I'm comfortable. I have a nice little apartment. I'm able to experience life in a relatively comfortable state these days. Uh-huh. But every now and again, I'm reminded, oh, right, things ain't, Things ain't necessarily as good as they could be. Things ain't sweet. Like when the, you walk to the clo- the closest place to me that I can get a bottle of water, uh, now has it locked up. Yeah, and it's crazy because, like, you know, you're. I'm not gonna, you know, address dox you, but you're in Hollywood. I we've wor- talked about being in Hollywood before. Yeah, it's okay. So Hollywood's a big place. Right. Right. So I work in downtown, and <laughs> yeah. you don't see. And, and if you don't know downtown LA, it's like everyone's least favorite place to be. It's my favorite place, actually. I love it. But it's everyone's least favorite place to be. That's where Skid Row is. Yes. That's where all that stuff is. Yes. My, uh, the, the 7-Eleven that I go to, not actually today at my 7-Eleven, because usually to, like, stop theft, they'll keep, like, the coffee cups behind the counter. Okay. So, like, I go to the, the 7-Eleven. I'm getting a cup of coffee. I actually pay for it up there. And I'm expecting her to, like, you know, give me a cup. And she right. was like, oh, no, no, it was back there. And I was like, whoa, you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're comfortable here, oh, huh? Oh, man. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know I was in a Ritzy's yeah. spot here. <laughs> oh, y'all slipping, bro. <laughs> you know, give me that money back. I'm going to steal this. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, you know, give me that. You know what? Give me some more money, actually, from the yeah, register. Let me slide that. What you got on you, bro? <laughs> what you got on you, little late? Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, that that is always. I mean, it, it also it's a bummer for everybody. It's like, of course, it's a bummer for the people who own the Seven Eleven because clearly they've experienced like high levels. It's like I don't I don't care about the company. Like Seven yeah. Eleven is gonna be fine. I, I mean, but it's a franchise, man. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like Seven Eleven as a as an industry or whatever. But yeah, w- when you say a franchise, because this is my understanding of it, it's basically like a f- a family or a group of people or whatever will buy a seven. But a lot of those franchises are owned by like huge, oh, yeah, yeah, right, piles right. of money, Another right? Another so, conglomerate. But let, let's let's take it let's take it from the most like uh, sympathetic point of view let's say like a family bought the 7-eleven and is running which is very possible mm-hmm. i obviously feel very bad for them if they're experiencing theft at a rate where they have to lock their stuff up but what it really makes me feel bad about is the fact that like people in that in this neighborhood are at such a state right, where right, they right. are they're like stealing at that level. i mean it it and obviously you're gonna have the people who are in the call like, and that, that's because there's no law and order and it's like no mm-hmm. it's because people are struggling to a really high like yeah you know actually that was a surprising thing about moving out to california mm-hmm. like the 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 uh what is it the houseless uh individuals they would ask for specifically water yeah dude. which which i that's like a california thing and I, i'm like th- that kind of shocked me because i was like first i'm in california wow the drought like that's yeah the water it's hot it's it's like a serious not issue but like it's a serious thing more serious than the northeast where i'm from and then also that actually i'm gonna let you take i think i cut you off there. no you didn't at all no i was gonna say like you know if people are stealing water that begs the question like you asked like is that an issue 
keep keep going. Uh-huh. I have I have something to show you. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, that 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 was my main issue. That's like scary because it because like um you know uh, corporations they they're reactive, right? Yeah. And if these are new, then that means there's a new development out in the streets. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Well, okay. So on the because you're absolutely right, and it is like I mean, I mean my my thought is well. Let's say let's say there's 50 people stealing water at a oh. place. Let's say very conservatively, five percent of those people need the water. Like they really need the water in that moment. Yeah. The fact that that five percent isn't getting it is yeah. such a troubling idea. So yeah. I, I I on on the water thing. Uh, when I when I remember, which I haven't in a while, I'll go for like walks in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Was that freeze dried water, bro? No, this is so. Uh, I'll I'll keep like little things in in a bag, like prepackaged. So these are wet wipes, mm-hmm. and then the other things are single service toothbrushes and single service toothpastes. Uh-huh. Dude, the amount of times that I have like offered this to somebody who's like living on the street, mm-hmm. and they're like. Oh, they, not only are they like yes, they're clearly in like need need of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so often, and sometimes now j- just to give like because so I used to work for an organization that would do much more organized outreach. Mm-hmm. I kind of had a, I felt like uh, there were certain certain areas of the organization were really great, and then certain areas of the organization felt a little bit clicky to me to this point where I kind of moved away. But I still do stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. uh, it does, it helps. So little mm-hmm. that it's not worth mentioning, other than the fact that it makes me feel better. All right, it right. makes me feel better because if this is happening so close to me, mm-hmm. if I can do a, like literally the smallest amount of things, I don't feel so disconnected from my environment. Yeah, right, that's, that's the idea. Gotcha. Um, but like my thought process with that stuff is always like people will say no, like people who live because they don't necessarily want like what you're giving out or they don't need it right yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely and i i always get into discussions with people who are like oh well like there's there's unhoused people that want to be unhoused it's like yeah i've yeah, i've yeah. met those people but if i offer or even if i hand out a hundred wet wipes mm. and one of those people really needs it and the other ones are just gonna like whatever throw it away or not to say that is the rate because it's mm. not but i'm just saying giving it as an example mm. Dude, it's so worth it. Oh yeah. If you give out a hundred bottles of water and one person who you gave that water to really needed it, that's worth the other ninety nine. Oh yeah. That's what I. Everybody needs water, man. That's the thing. Yeah. And nobody will say no to wet wipes. Yeah, uh, I've had a, I've had a couple guys. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real ones. Out by the Chick Fil A. I think probably because they can get wet wipes at the Chick Fil A. Right. That's right, my thought. Right. 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 I mean, no, no, no. But um, anyway, yeah, that that was sort of a sort of a tangent. Do you want to scroll up there real quick, all the way to the top? Um, you. that was sort of a tangent, but yeah, it was to to go get your uh 
to get go get your sugar free Red Bull, which you need so desperately to be able to perform Absolutely. your beautiful perform. tech responsibilities. <laughs> dude, you're a, you're a freak. You're a hacker these days. I am not. You're in the Matrix. I am not, dude. <laughs> We've done this. We've set this up so many times, but I was like lost. <laughs> I, that I like it. No, you'll and you'll you'll be able to get it. Um. Let let's go to let's go to something a little bit lighter, a little bit easier, a little bit breezier. Go to that uh, topic yoga real quick, because I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, there we go. Because I, I want. <laughs> this is something I want your uh, uh-huh. I want your opinion on, uh-huh. because I've been doing. You know, my dad was a yoga teacher. I you know what? That's yeah. one thing I do forget. Yeah, yeah. My dad yeah, was yeah. a yoga teacher. I've been doing hot yoga the last seven or eight days uh-huh. straight. I've been doing hot yoga every day. For the last seven days. Today was my first day off because uh, yesterday I think I got a little bit dehydrated from it. I uh-huh. didn't drink enough water, which uh-huh. can happen. I want to get your opinion. What do you think about yoga, Terrence? I I mean, it's fine. I mean, I've, I've <laughs> I remember I did yoga like once. It was like, a you know, something on YouTube. And like, they, and they <laughs> you alone in your room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did it, and, and um, that's awesome, dude. So, so I did the twenty-minute routine, and the, you know how they say like it's good for your digestive health; it helps out with gas. Oh yeah, you I'm were like, you were farting, huh? Dude, I was done, and after twenty minutes, I did like a three-minute fart. It, it <laughs> was, it was, I was like, this is like real, and then I didn't do it ever again. This was like ten years ago. All right, and that's the end of the practice. I want everyone to lay down, and you have this next three minutes to just do whatever you want, recenter, fart, just kind of do. Let your body do what it's doing. Do they like really? <laughs> do, do they like really fart? Like, have you ever seen that, dude? My dad, I I loved talking to my dad about farting because uh-huh. when I was a kid and he was a yoga teacher, I wasn't so into yoga as as a young guy. Like, I ran track, and actually, like, you can overstretch, and so you, you don't want to be doing, like, too much static stretching when you're running, so I, I wasn't able... But anyway, um, my dad uh, had the best fart stories. Oh. He would be like... He would be like, every class... Th- this was his the funny thing. Every class... When it's like a, a bunch of women and like one or two guys, which is most yoga classes, not in LA, by the way, the place I go to, it's dude city, man, dude city. It's a bunch of like I, the sveltest, a lot of the times gay guys I've um, ever seen, dude. They are ja- they make me look like I, they make they make me feel so much more comfortable in the class because. Uh-huh. Sometimes when you're in a yoga class and it's a bunch of like whatever normal people, you, yeah. you start kind of trying to like flex imposter. Yeah, yeah. And there, dude, I am like, no, I'm the guy. I'm the guy. People, when I get into a p- posture, people are like, oh my god, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so uh, he said, if when there's yoga class, a lot of times it's like a bunch of women and then one or two guys. Mm-hmm. When there's a fart in class. Even no matter where the fart comes from in the room, mm. people's heads are going to go to one of the two guys. No matter what, <laughs> it could be two guys in front and there's a fart in back. Uh-huh. And whenever when the fart happens, everybody's looking up front. Oh, and he man. was like, and that's what he was like. That's why I love uh, teaching like yoga class when it's all women, because then uh. where there's a fart in class, he's like, well, it's got to be one of you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's wild. 
Dude, I would be like, nah, I ain't going down like that, bro. Not in yoga. I ain't going down <laughs> like that, bro. <laughs> bro, you ain't gonna you, blame you, me on you this. Can't, you can't fart in a... Oh, like you would fart in, or you would you would hear a fart and you'd be like, wasn't me. Yeah, I'd be like, that, that, that wasn't me, man. You ain't... Man, get out of here. <laughs> Looking at the only black man. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, not in yoga, but I, I farted on a guy yesterday. What? Yeah. You didn't get a slap? Dude. <laughs> no, this is... I can't believe I forgot... To add this uh-huh. to the comment section, I need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I was at the comedy store last night, and I was in the bathroom uh, near the OR, mm-hmm. and I walked in, and there's two urinals there, and there's mm-hmm. a guy sitting, or there's a guy standing behind one of the urinals, and he's on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. And I look at him, and I look at the urinal, and I go, hey, man. Like, I, I, I don't say it, mm-hmm. but just I gesture. I'm like, are you going to use it? And he doesn't even react. Mm-hmm. He's just talking on the phone, so I'm like, whatever. I'll, I'll go pee. So I go, I go pee. You know, I've been doing hot yoga, so it's a long pee. So I get, uh, uh-huh. I get quite a bit of time to listen to this guy's phone call. Uh-huh. He is a, let's go ahead and say a a white gentleman uh-huh. using thick A A V E baby. Nice. He is using the thickest A A V E you've ever heard. What uh, what like, Tom oh, Hanks is what Chet Hanks is to Patois, he was to A A V E. Oh man, he was re he was just. As, as deep as you can get. Was it older or like maybe young dude? Young yeah. dude. Wow. Young dude. And he's call he's talking to a woman on mm-hmm. the other end of the phone. He's trying to get her to hang out. Uh-huh. He's trying to he's trying to have sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, yeah, m- come on, baby. Like, yo, you want to like hang out tonight? Like, come on, just co- just come over tonight. And I'm just sitting there. I'm I'm peeing like. I can't believe I'm not sitting. I'm standing up. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. standing no, up. He's, he's, he's I'm sitting. standing up. He's sitting. But I'm just like, this is so funny. He's like, come, no, come on, man. Like, baby, come on. Like, maybe, all right, tomorrow. All right, yeah. Okay, after you go to court. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah, no, just just come on, come on after after you go to court. Come come on, come over. To, and this whole time, what makes it even funnier is I'm pe- and when you're peeing, sometimes you can't help but fart. Yeah, He's yeah. standing right behind. I don't know why he was in the bathroom. He might yeah. have been there with like another girl or something. Yeah, yeah. But this whole time he's. <laughs> <laughs> on the phone trying to have se- I'm just farting on him, dude. I am fart like hard. <laughs> and he's like I, hiding the fart sounds with ad libs. I could like, come on, help me out, ski. <laughs> <laughs> come on, baby, ski. I, I, I couldn't help but uh but imagine like because this guy really, really wanted like he he was clearly in desperate need. Uh. I'd love him to be like, shit. Well, I. I hope they find you innocent. <laughs> 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 nah, I mean, man, like manslaughter ain't even that bad. Come on, yeah, that bad, baby. You got it. Why don't you? Well, you might have conjugal visits. <laughs> Be like, come over tonight with me. We can talk about it. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. What's up? It was really. It was so mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, I could, but yeah. And then the, this morning there was. Uh, I was walking to my coffee shop and there was a woman on her phone, and she was having like a bit of a breakdown on the guy with the guy on the other end of the line so I, I only have her walk towards me to hear her phone call and it's only on her end but she goes i just i can't believe you i can't believe i mean i i found a tampon at your house and i was oh, like wow. whoa and she was like it's <laughs> she starts talking about, like she's kind of looking around it's me this dude in the neighborhood with a German Shepherd who's really nice, and we mm. we, we kind of talk, and me and him are walking towards each other. She's walking towards me, and she's like, "I mean, I, I'm having a breakdown in my neighborhood. There's a there's a there's a guy walking towards me right now, and he's hearing all of this." <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> 
I just wanted to find a way to show solidarity mm-hmm. with her. Like I wanted, I, like I wish there was. A, obviously, you don't mm-hmm. do it, yeah. but there was a part of me that really wanted to just. I know it's not this, but I kind of wanted to be like. <laughs> you know, I yeah, you tell to, him. I just wanted to show her, like, we, you're good. Yeah, don't worry about it. You're gonna you find better. It. You got this. <laughs> That's so bad. But actually, I have a special surprise for you. Yeah, our lady, the love, the lady that we love <gasps> the most, has made a comment. Guys. Oh, I'm great! Put this up here. Yeah, put this up here on the thing from Miss Tafari herself. Every time I'm, I, I have to say derailing the podcast is always something that I'm conscious of, but I'm always willing to do it mm. for just because of your love for this person. I love this woman. Yeah, please go ahead. This is my queen right here. All right. So from our queen and yours, Miss Angela Tafari, why are men so impressed with farting that it comes up in every conversation? This is not the case with women. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I have a theory. As women's bodies are capable of producing uh, more interesting things like life, <laughs> men's bodies are not so productive. <laughs> I love the idea of her walking by a bunch of guys just like having a laugh about farting and then her being like, well, I can make a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, um, Sister Tafari. No, I mean, here, here's the, here's the. Farts are the funniest thing. Uh-huh. Will always be the funniest thing. Yeah. And there's just yeah. no way around it. It's like you can be as good a joker as you could possibly be. You uh-huh. could be as funny. A well-timed f- when when the kind of like meaner, frumpier lady in the office bends over to pick something up in a silent moment and farts and a bunch of people hear her. <laughs> dude, there is no greater sign to me that God exists. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's truly a gift. You know, farting, that's as close as you can get to the divine. Did you know this? <laughs> did, did you know this, Angela? <laughs> do, do, you have any, do you have any interesting fart stories? Um, I mean... And by uh, the way, I don't like toilet humor, folks. I want to make that clear. Uh-huh. Farting is about as... Farting and peeing is about as far as... I don't like... I, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't like poop jokes. Well, you're not going to like this. No, don't. No, no, no. <laughs> no. All right, just one, just one if you want. No, 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 because the only interesting farting jokes is when I've uh, farted and soiled my pants. Oh, yeah. Um, when did that happen? This has happened a lot of times. Really? Oh, yeah. What is it like a diet thing or a stomach Dude, thing? I'm or? a functioning, functioning drug addict. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so that, so that <laughs> comes up more when you're doing drugs. Well, no, no. Actually, the two times that I soiled myself, um, no, I was like 11 and like 25. (laughs) What a beautiful, the peace times in between are celebrated by all. (laughs) They called it the, they called it the good years. Oh, yeah. No, the good years are when you, um, when you're brave enough to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But go ahead. Tell me, tell me the 25. Oh, 25. I was just walking. I was, you know, per usual, you know, I was walking to my grandma's house. You know what I'm saying? Doing your doing your thing at yeah. 25. You just to see your grandma? Yeah, let's see. Just say hi. She yeah she uh well you know that's grandma's house. That's like the respawn point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's where you go to collect. Your, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> My cousin. Yeah, that's where all the cousins would go. You know, for different reasons. Sure. Like me, I just go there to get some water. You know, get a piece of chicken, you know, slide out. My other cousin would go there, you know, when uh, other people are looking for him. You sure. know what I mean? 
Um, <laughs> Were people often looking for him? Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. Th- this cousin is wild. Sure. Everybody has a cousin that everybody's always looking for. Yeah. 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 Free him. Please don't free him. Um, <laughs> so so go on. You're walking to grandma's house. Oh, yeah. I'm walking. Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm walking to my friend's house. And then, you know, and I had like a new pair of jeans, too. I remember that. It's always a new pair of jeans. It's always. They, they, they were kind of whack. But, yeah, I just, you know. Let it fart out, then whoa! And then oh. I, just, I had to like walk a mile to my grandma's house. Oh man! And you showed up to grandma's house, and she opened the door, and she was like, "Me too, honey." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She was like, "You and us, oh, we're matching yeah, today." I was, I was like, "Let me use the bathroom." Then I just started to take a shower. She was like, "You okay, baby? Like, <laughs> we're good. We're solid." Damn. We're, but that's it. I mean, that that's pretty much. Um, my parts are usually silent. You know what I mean? Whoa, interesting. Yeah, which means that they usually don't smell that great. I've, uh, yeah, I don't. I'm. I. I gotta say, I keep a pretty healthy gut. Yeah, I, I don't do. have. A, I don't have a lot of those stories. Yeah, I've been eating a lot of. Mm-hmm. I've had a. What have you been eating a lot of? Uh, fiber. That's like good. Taking like metamucil. Good for you. Um, I when I was a kid, uh, I think I might have told the story before on the podcast, but I had like a fart people remembered into high school. Mm. Like, I farted in elementary school and people <laughs> remembered it into high school. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. It was so loud. It was so long. Uh-huh. It was in a moment of deep silence. Uh-huh. And, uh... <laughs> You're trying to hold it in. Yeah. Yeah. And it... <laughs> and then it, it just slid It out. came out and, like, people looked and uh, the teacher came up to me and asked if I needed to use the bathroom. And mm-hmm. I said, no, it was just a fart. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, I mean, listen, there's, I really quickly, actually, this kind of dovetails into uh, one of the things, but we haven't been showing the chat a lot of love. Let's go into the, do we have any Oh, any no, chat? absolutely. Check it yeah. out. So, um, we have uh, from Mr. McInnes right here. This mm-hmm. is very interesting. I'm almost 40 and still have my hair. I've never grown a mullet and figure it is now or never. Use oh, it wow. or lose it. My wife doesn't want me to have oh, a yes, mullet. Oh, yes, she never does. <laughs> How do I turn her opinion around? <laughs> so, <laughs> to put it in other words, you want a mullet and your wife doesn't want you to have a mullet. Am I getting that right, Terrence? Yeah, from that much. question. Um, yeah, that's why you get a, you don't get a mullet for your wife. You get a mullet in spite of your wife. A mullet has been described and is very accurate, accurately described as sort of a form of guy bangs. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. There has never been a guy out there who is like, man, I need my girlfriend to get bangs. And there's never been a woman who's like, I need my boyfriend to get a mullet. But that makes it beautiful because you know what? You're not doing it for them. Women aren't putting on makeup for men. They're not. And men aren't getting mullets for women. Uh Okay. This is because it makes me feel beautiful. It's not because it makes you think I'm beautiful. Yeah, dude. I need the floor to check, bro. I just need it. Oh, you, you need to you need you think you need to check his paperwork. I need to check his paperwork, bro. I'm sure I'm sure he, he listen. Even if you're not from Florida, have mm. a mullet for a little bit. You yeah. just can't stay too long. Doesn't want me, my wife. Man, get I was down. actually you know what, and uh, it, it'll be interesting to hear feedback on this. I was actually thinking of getting ri- rid of the mullet my last haircut. I decided against it, but I was thinking about it. Why? I don't know. I think, you know, I've just had it for a while. It's, like, long now, and 
I've been doing so much hot yoga, it's been getting sweaty. Uh-huh. And I think maybe, I mean, every guy who has long hair, for the most part, every week thinks about just shaving it completely. Because I totally could. Mm. No one's going to, I mean, people would be maybe upset who follow me, but yeah. who, you know, whatever. They don't yeah. control me. Hey, you're going to look like a pretty boy nonetheless. Oh, right buddy. Here. Right here. Come on, man. Right here, buddy. 25%. I appreciate that. That's what 25% pays. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, man, listen, uh, he, he said he's approaching 40. Yeah. that That's the time to get a Listen, mower. man, I think, and not to be so, so soft and gentle with this, but mm-hmm. I, I do mean this. I, I think guys so rarely will take like a big swing style wise for a number of reasons, uh, not least of which is the judgment of others. Uh-huh. Buddy, do it. If you want to do it, do it. If it doesn't look good, you can just buzz it. It's okay, right? Oh, oh it's going to look good. I, I see your profile picture. It's going to look good. Oh, hell yeah, you dude. You are going to be like Dog the Bounty Hunter 2.0. Oh, is it really long? Um. Well, no, no. He just he just he got the like look. The, yeah, oh, yeah, I get it, dude. Yeah, he's got like the nice, I see he's got the nice facial hair. You know Yeah. I don't know. Your lady might like it. I, I love know. that, man. Yeah, get get the mullet, man. Get the get the mullet. T- tell us about it too. I want to hear. I want. I very rarely ask people to follow up. I would love to hear you follow up. Uh, email me at dancerspodcast at gmail dot com. Let us know how the mullet went. Mm-hmm. Um, do we we had another starred comment, and there was something else I wanted to get into. Oh no, absolutely. Actually, this is a question. Great, go ahead. And you know what? I I know a lot about this, but um, sup guys? Hi Nat. Hello. Um, how do you feel about the Evil Dead horror movie with Bruce Campbell, as well as the show Ash vs. Evil Dead? So I never watched Ash vs. Evil Dead, but I did watch uh, the the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend's older brother showed it to me, and I thought it was great in the moment. Mm. The Necronomicon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, first of all, it's very hard to find the first one, because I do think the second one, or basically the remake is amazing army of darkness is incredible like when you go from like something like over the top horror that is uh evil dead evil dead 2 to like a straight up midi dark medieval fantasy with like just some unhinged dude (laughs) with like a chainsaw and uh yeah it's great yeah it's great I've never seen the Ash versus Evil Dead movie. The, I mean, I'm sorry, the show um, Ash versus Evil Dead. Are you a big horror watcher, Terrence? I'm really not. You There's know, I'm not either. Last night, I, I this is great because it dovetails perfectly into what I wanted to talk about before. Mm. I saw Hereditary last night. Yeah, dude, yeah. that movie is so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, there are truly so many like. I understand why people are unsettled by it, and yeah. and often when I watch a movie, it is very deeply. I think everybody, it's like tinged by my headspace. But I mm. think in certain ways, my headspace can make a movie take wild turns. Sometimes for the worst. Like sometimes I'll watch a very normal movie and I'll get very unsettled and like upset by it. Mm. But in Hereditary, when when the and I, th- there will be spoilers of Hereditary, so uh, if you if you don't want to skip skip, maybe I would say five minutes to be safe. Yeah. Or even even just two minutes, because I'm just going to very briefly explain some specific things right now. Mm-hmm. Um, when the girl loses her head, and when the guy gets lit on fire, I, I like it's so 
immediate and visceral and almost like slapstick yeah, yeah, in this yeah. way. Yeah. I, I like I thought it was a really pleasant, enjoyable movie and it really did like it I've heard a critiques that it kind of hammers the point home a little bit too hard, but mm. to me it was a really gorgeous view of the uh confusion and uh strangeness of death. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's I, there's there is these the suddenness of death. There was a lot, especially with the uh, the little girl. Yeah. You know how she went out. That was that was fire. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I think it's good. I think it represents because because like horror movies, most horror movies, and you're gonna be mad at me. Most of them suck. I think I think there are some like class there there are some yeah. that are iconic classics, but for the most part, that's what's good about them. Yeah, yeah. Heredity kind of suck. That uh, yeah. I like that. I like that they kind of suck. Yeah. I like that the Wolfman doesn't really look like a Wolfman. Mm. Uh, movies. Some movies should suck. I don't yeah, need every course. movie to be great. I want yeah. some movies to be dumb little like. Well, are we gonna go to the cabin or not? Like that's yeah. fun to me. Yeah, but I mean, there's balance and disproportionately. You think horror, horror is bad? D- disproportionately, not bad, but they don't age well. I mean, you know, it's not, you know, but but it's just like you know something like Hereditary, Babadook. You know, the recent kind of like resurgence of horror movies coming out, they have lasting power. We're going to talk about Hereditary for the next 20, 30 years. Yeah. You know, people are only talking about Jason only in the context of like, you know, collectibles and like campy stuff. It's nothing serious, you know. It's good to see serious horror movies, I guess, again, or I don't think they're... Yeah, I mean, again, or whatever. I, I don't know. That That's my opinion. No, that's I, I think that's a good take. Um, yeah. I've never really seen the Jason movies. Uh I've I've seen so so few movies, but the the scary movies that I have seen, I do realize I have a great uh propensity to watch them. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't really have bad dr- I I was I you, this is so funny. I watched Hereditary last night and I didn't have bad dreams about Hereditary. I had bad dreams about uh the ticket sales. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, dude, I was I saw that whole movie tip to tail and my dreams were about like, what if nobody shows up? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I got a good comment right here. It's it's related to entertainment, but from Miss Emily Oates. Thank hello. Um, I haven't seen any of these movies fair, but I'm interested to know if you guys think the new Lord of the Rings movie is going to be trash as mm. most movies nowadays love the channel thank you for your effort and content thank you too thank you well i i Thanks think we, we're seeing the end of a very dark time in movies which is sort of like the age of the remake i yeah. think that the marvel train and or which marvel obviously isn't a remake but it's a uh it, like a barbie movie or like which i'm not saying any of Bar- these are necessarily good don't or bad discourage barbie dude I, we're going to have you're the gonna fans. Get us like, I didn't see it. You're going to get us taken out, dude. I didn't see it. You need to be tight with the words. Bro. I didn't see the bar- <laughs> and I and I did see Oppenheimer and I will be open about that that's my that that's my assertion of masculinity uh-huh. is that I didn't see Barbie but I did see Oppenheimer. And when you go to Oppenheimer it's actually really interesting because uh you show up in the line and they actually give you a copy of the game. They give you a copy of the game. Yeah, when you when you show up to Oppenheimer they, they give you a copy of the game. 
and they like give the you like a video game or like a board. No, no, no. Like the the book, the game. They give you a copy of it, and they give you a sword, and they go <laughs> get in there, fella. <laughs> um, you got me. But no. Uh, when it comes to like uh, these sort of low because i mean the movie industry is obviously so huge and Mm. you take less of a risk by doing a remake or at least a version of something that people understand Mm. and i think we are sort of reaching the end of that i think people are sort of kind of disillusioned to movies in that way Uh and i'm i'm happy to see that so i don't know if the lord of the rings is going to be good i haven't seen the lord of the rings since the lord of the rings Uh the original three okay that's your opinion there okay so my opinion i'm just going to tell you straight up it's probably going to suck it's probably gonna suck. Lord of the Rings. It has been. It has been corrupted. Lord of the Ooh, Rings has been corrupted, uh, Miss Oates, and it's up to us to save it. Corrupted by who? Would you say? No, it's just it's it's one of those. It's played out, and I think it's so um, far away from J J J R Tolkien's vision. That how, how many rings can there possibly be? Yeah, there it's it's we're it's, gonna move to different forms of jewelry. It's gonna be it, the Lord of the Cuban Links next. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's yeah, yeah, it's 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 done. It's done. This movie is pretty much almost ninety nine percent guaranteed to suck. And I wouldn't watch it. Actually, I wouldn't support it. Um actually actually after seeing the um the Amazon series, I'm like you're yeah. You're, oh, you're that series run. that cost like four hundred billion dollars. Uh, yeah, and had like two an average two views per episode. So funny. Like no, that's not. much like this podcast in a way. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No viewership. Viewership is uh, is crawling up. You know, I w- I watched Lord of the Rings when I was younger, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember. You know the guy early who gets Boromir. Do you remember Boromir? Dude, this is how much of a victim complex I had as a kid. Mm. I wanted to be Boromir so bad. Yeah, he's sick. I wanted to be the guy who gets hit with the arrows. No, not not that he was sick. I just wanted to be the guy who dies and everyone is sad about it. Absolutely. Dude, that's like the Viking way. It's dude. such a childish fantasy, though. No, that that's just Valhalla calling you. <laughs> I, even when I was, even when I would play in preschool, I would always be like, "I'm, I'm the guy who dies." You're, like, you're I, the and martyr. They're, and they're like, "We're playing house." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, oh, oh, oh." And they're like, "We're cooking." breakfast right now what are you doing and i'm like yeah don't even worry about me i'll be fine the gods demanded (laughs) (laughs) it's so weird kids didn't want to hang out with me when i was younger no i'd hang out with you yeah (laughs) i don't know what would we do (laughs) i can't imagine because i was like a strange child and i feel like we would be two peas in a pod yeah i think so we i don't know it'd be nice I feel like we would just spend our just the vast majority of the time like starting trying to like start fires or something. Yeah, that would be you would probably get me into starting fires because I was very impressionable. Yeah. If you had any, if you, oh man, dude, I wanted to talk about this mm. when you were when I was a kid. I just remembered this. Mm. Um, I invited. Or we we would play touch football before school, mm. and one time I invited like a bunch of people in the class to mm. go play touch football like after school, and I wanted to make it like a party thing. And my dad was really encouraging because he knew he knew I didn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. So 
I I was like calling everybody who played, and I was like, "Hey, yeah, do you want to? Do you guys want to play? Mm-hmm. Like at you know Tabor Field, it was. Do you want to go play at Tabor Field mm-hmm. on like Saturday, and we can like hang out, maybe go get like McDonald's afterwards." And I invited all these people, and I got like maybe eight mm-hmm. eight or ten people saying definitely yes, and then a few maybe. So I was like, "Awesome, we're gonna have a game, dude." I showed up. Mm-hmm. It was one other kid, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're a loser, dude. It broke. <laughs> dude, it broke my heart. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I got so... And my it was so funny because my dad had no excuse. My dad was just like, yeah, man, you kind of got owned there, son. <laughs> son, you took an L. <laughs> <laughs> well, son, it looks like you've taken an L. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I actually... Oh, my goodness. Okay, let's pop this up here. From... Miss Kruger, I give my kids matches and lighters. It's a good skill to have, truly. As long as they're not being done with it, then what is the issue? <laughs> what the hell? That's popping. That's all, that's out of left field. I like. Wait, you give? She gives her kids matches and lighters. Yeah, you gotta trust your kids early, dude. I mean, I guess. Are you guys on like a? Why com- stop there? Are you guys on a compound or something? What's well, yeah, that <laughs> that that's like that's a real compound parent move. That's pretty sick. I mean, look, look, man. Look, a kid learning how to, you know, survive out, the, out in the woods, that's important. Yeah. That's important. Depend Depends on the kid. Listen, I'm sure... <laughs> depends I'm on sure, the kid. I'm it, sure... It highly depends on the child. There's certain kids... Uh-huh. Kids are so different, dude. Mm. There's certain kids where if you gave them a throwing star at a young age, mm. they... And you, you ex- sat down and you explained, listen, this is a very powerful tool. I know you've been talking about throwing stars a lot, so I decided to give you them to let you understand that they're both uh, perhaps fun, but also a huge responsibility. There are certain kids you could do that with, and they would take the throwing star, and they would learn from it, Mm -hmm. and they would grow from it, and they would be better. And then there's other kids where you could do the same exact thing, Mm -hmm. and in two days, every squirrel in the neighborhood would be dead. Absolutely. So you just never know. (laughs) And I would say that, you know, it's great that you trust your kids, but, you know, maybe for other parents, err on the side of caution when it comes to that. Nah, I think you're doing good. You got to teach them how to do. Do the you ever do game. anything extremely dangerous as a kid, Terrence? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, I used to. Um, <laughs> we I remember me and my friends. Um, we would just do very dumb things. I remember one time we did a thing called car humping. <laughs> where like what we do, and mind you, I am from inner city Boston, Massachusetts, the middle of a very very dense city. Um, what we do, car humping, we would literally just randomly throw things like, say, a cart um, with a traffic cone in it, just throw it out in the, in traffic and uh, run up to the car and hump it. <laughs> and I want to my and I, I just want to tell you, we only did this once. And here's why. When um, that happened one time, uh, they were like, let's do it throughout the cart. The car stopped, and this is a souped-up Honda Civic with a very angry Puerto Rican gentleman in it. So we're supposed to hump the car. I'm the only one that humps the car. So I run up to I'm the only one. <laughs> I hump the car. I run. And what happens is this guy does a reverse. Yeah. Skirt, just go, and he's, like, literally almost at my feet. I take a I take a uh, I take a left and he does like a uh, <laughs> he does a fast and furious that 
boom, right down the street. And I literally, at the last second, I just took a right into a, in, in, into a, a park. And I literally hid in the bush for like two hours. Oh, that must have been so scary. No, nah, man, I was thugging it out. You were in the bush for two hours. That's not thugging it out. That's thugging it out. Man. Hiding in a bush. No one's hiding in a book bush <laughs> for two hours and being like, man, I'm standing on business right now. That's not. Dude, I was I was big stepping. You were absolutely not. You were little stepping, if anything. I was big stepping, bro. You so, were tippy toeing. <laughs> That's what you were doing. And I, I saw the car like because they knew it's, oh. it's like a small part. How old were you at this time? I was like. 13? Dude, that guy was so mad. That that was the worst car to pick because not only is that guy mad at you for humping his car and just like throwing the car out and making him unsafe, yeah. he's mad that you turned his car gay. Yeah. He yeah. was like, I, I got, now I got a gay car. I got to get it, bro. My he must have been so upset. Like My insurance is not going to like this. <laughs> my payment's going to go up. This is crazy. <laughs> so, so like just then, just to finish the story. So I'm in the bush for literally almost two hours. And then I walk to my friend's place, and they're like, where you been? They've just been playing, like, Halo online for, like, They couldn't have cared <laughs> less about you. Less. Yeah. I was like, I was just mad. I was like, bro, why did no one hump the car but me? They are like, oh, man, we thought you died. <laughs> we, they were just like, oh, you? we didn't think you'd really hump the car. I'm like, that's, that's part of the, That was the that plan. That was the deal. Bro. That was the plan, dude. That was the deal. <laughs> that's so funny. That's what so, happened. You would throw, you threw a cart in front of the car. Mm. It it was like a stagecoach robbery. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, we're, we're robbing that. You're robbing that car ass. You're robbing that, that car bussy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, But, yeah, yeah, and I've had plenty of, uh, <laughs> I remember my friends, I never did this, but my, uh, my uh, weird friends, they'd be like, um, you know, a few times we've like stood in the corner, like just stood at like a corner and just kind of look menacing, which is weird because they're like, you can't look menacing with like a 30 seconds to Mars T-shirt. <laughs> like, I, I know what you guys wear, bro. Yo, you, yo, those, yo, those guys over there, they control all the really skinny jeans in town. Yeah, yeah. You guys look like background people in like a uh was it lincoln park no it's it's like you guys are but they do that and then they bust out running and the cops would chase them <laughs> whoa this 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 was like yeah yeah that was like common not common but like actually people still do that now like um you'll see like parkour people yeah that was like a big thing like calling the cops on themselves and like you know, getting a GoPro and damn, that's yeah. so stupid. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I understand. Yeah, yeah. I I would watch parkour videos when I was a kid, and then you do you ever have that where you watch a parkour video, and then for some reason you're like, you know, it's crazy. I'm 11, but mm -hmm. I could definitely do this. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what? Let's try. And then you just bust your ass so bad. You stand up on a railing for the first time and you realize, oh, no, I don't have any of the prerequisite motor <laughs> skills. And then you just fall. You try to do like, what's that move where you just like you run and then. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You do that. You dislocate both your shoulders. <laughs> you just miss the wall. Right. You just fall. Which at 10 years old, it's good because that takes you out for like maybe a week before you're back. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, that th those those uh, we we did we did similar things too. I mean, it's so funny compared to yours because I was like, yeah, we would like play ding dong ditch sometimes. Ding dong ditch. Yeah, we would do ding dong ditch. Man, that's level one, bro. 
Yeah, I mean, it was it was level zero, honestly. That's, that's novice level. That's like farm shaman, dude. I, I think I heard someone talk about this, but I had a friend where he just rang the doorbell. I, this is so funny. I'm just mm. remembering this. My friend TJ mm. didn't really understand what we were doing. So he just rang the doorbell, and the woman answered, and he stayed standing there. And he was like, hey. And she was like, hi. And he was like, hi. <laughs> you okay? And then he turned around and like gave us a thumbs up. <laughs> See? <laughs> what? Yeah, he just rang the doorbell and stood there. We were like, TJ, get in. TJ, we got to go. And she opened the door, and she was like, hi. And he was like, hi. <laughs> It was, you know, it's kind of nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, how old were you guys? We were young. We were like maybe eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Actually. Yeah, you want to throw something up there? Oh, yeah. From the queen bee herself, from yeah. our Nubian queen. Yeah. Miss Tafari. Uh, this is actually going back to horror movies. The best scary movie is Invasion of the Body Snatchers. There's a 50s version and a 70s version and a, uh, a 70s version and a 90s version. 90s version. It's not as good. I think I heard about another new version of it coming soon. The problem is that most horror movies is the ex- excessive gore and pointless violence. Yeah. You know, you are good. I think the 70s version, that was the best one i forgot it i saw the 90s version what, what of is invasion of the body snatchers so it's a story it, it's basically a sci-fi about um uh an alien race they like crash on earth on an asteroid and their thing is replicating people's bodies right so i think they would have a tough time with you <laughs> damn they would have a whole they're like all right all right so the so the fingers are 14 inches long <laughs> and the head is 12 inches around? How are we going to do this? Is this how you people just live? Like, how do you walk? Yeah, they all replicate you and then they go out in the world and everyone's looking at them all weird and they, <laughs> and they can't get jobs. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel so alienated, you know? Yeah. Damn, we're all now we we came to Earth to conquer it. Now we're all working at the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> Why are these? Damn, they just instantly get a phone and it's like TSA hiring now. Like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Defar, you know what I'm talking about. She knows what I'm talking about. Oh, of course. But um, yeah, yeah, the '70s version is good. Um, problem with most horror movies, yes, it is excessive gore. It's campy. Um, that's why, as we said before, you know, the new crop of horror movies that are coming out are pretty good. Uh, I think the only gory movie that had some substance was The Thing. You remember John Carpenter's The Thing? No. Yeah, it's it's like it, it has the best hand. It's like a cult classic. It's a very good movie. Check it out. It's, it's from 1984. But, um, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. I can't let my girl uh, Tafari... You know, I've never uh I've never mm-hmm. really liked gore in any way and I turn away from it very often, but mm-hmm. for some reason, I don't know why, but when I was watching Hereditary, it didn't bother me. Yeah, it's it shouldn't. It's like the, the movies aren't supposed to be like gory. I mean, the, like the best movie, the best horror movies are the ones that just give you like that you can't stop thinking about. Like the Blair Witch Project. There's no gore. There's nothing at that. But it's just such a chilling ending if you get it. 
And hereditary hereditary is just like that. It's supposed to like stay with you. Like man, mm, man, this gives me a bad feeling. I'm not, you know, that that that's good. I like. It. Yeah, I've. Uh I I want to just sit down and completely desensitize myself to gore. I mean, I feel like I should just one day I should just sit down and just like force myself to watch, and then I can watch any movie because it really does prevent me from watching a lot of movies that I'd like to watch. Mm-hmm. I used to, <laughs> I'm actually the opposite. I used to <laughs> like I used to watch live leaks for like hours. Oh, describe to the people what live leaks are. So live leaks is a I guess a YouTube alternative that uh, was very influential but short lived, and it specialized in gory videos. So if you want to see combat foot like real combat footage from like war, yeah, from war murders, you know. Cartel, well, there's also 4chan for that, but yeah. The and this, this, this was populated mostly by 14 year old boys. Yeah, and, exclusively. And yeah, pretty much exclusively. Yeah. So if you meet 30 something year old men now and you go, hmm, they seem a little weird, that's why. Yeah, absolutely. That's usually why. If they just have a blank stare, like a thousand yard. Right stare and you're like you know. i wonder why he's so like because he was watching videos from afghanistan when he should have been like yeah. drink, eating gogurt yeah uh, if he's hyper vigilant he was know. doing both at the same time <laughs> <laughs> he was like oh the korengal valley interesting and yeah, absolutely and miss kruger not gonna pop it up but you're absolutely right gore is nothing compared to the real everyday life horror that's what i was gonna say <laughs> like i'll be honest I'm exposed to a decent level of viscera already. Yeah. I walked by a person who I I hope was passed out, mm. but um, oh, I I don't even know if I should describe this. But <laughs> no, you don't think so? I mean, you can. No, it's fine. This is dancers with a D. No, 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 no. We can move on. <laughs> it was bad. What yeah. I saw was bad. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen some gory stuff on the street too. Yeah. And um, I'll tell you what. I'm just like, man. What did you do? To <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Massive L taken. <laughs> Massive man, you got really got caught slipping, bro. Do you feel like uh, so? You're actually a very interesting case study in this. What's up? Do you feel like the violence you were exposed to from media desensitized you at any rate to the violence that you experienced in real life? Oh, absolutely not. There's there's the difference. What is the difference? Do you think? The difference is, like, you know, have you ever seen blood on the street? Like actual blood? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, blood's supposed to look like this, but then you actually see it, and it's like, oh, this is really what blood... No, no, it doesn't. It's actual real, like, I, I mean, I don't want to get too deep or too gory, but, like... You know, when you've seen, like, the aftermath of, like, shootouts and stuff, it's like, oh, this is the real thing. Well, you know, when you've seen, actually, when you see someone get stabbed up and they're, you know, on the phone. Right. Not talking to 911. Being like, talking, no, come on, baby. Like, tonight <laughs> or, or, like, tomorrow. Let me see you tomorrow. <laughs> Every time you see a dude stabbed up in public, they're never talking to the people that they should, you know. This is not a time to argue with your baby mama, okay? <laughs> this is not the time, but every single time. <laughs> every dude I've seen get jumped, beat up, shot in the leg. They're never talking to 911. They're never talking to the first responders. 
<laughs> always talking to someone else. <laughs> no, no, I said locking the 49ers for the over, okay? Lock, that's a that's a good money line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, you can secure what assets you have later. We just need to get you some. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you know, it's good. Life we we good. need to get you in a writer's room. Me? Yeah, because I feel like so many movies, especially movies that ex- that have stuff to do with like, you know, actual violence, especially stuff that happens on the street, are written by like kids who went to Harvard and stuff. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's like I'm like a Stanford kid is writing <laughs> this like, and that's why it usually comes out so corny. Yeah, I yeah. I've I've seen that with sports movies. Somebody made a really funny video about uh sports like like a sports movies that are written by people who clearly never played sports, oh, yeah. and they're uh, they're always saying like the weirdest shit. Like we gotta win state this year. Like uh, no one talks like that. Uh, yeah. Like hut one two. First of all, it's like high school football in the middle of the country, and he didn't say one slur. It's like there's no. <laughs> Dude, when I played high school football, it's like the racism was half of the oh, stuff yeah. people said. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's like disgusting. Yeah, it's like we can beat them this year. It's disgusting <laughs> that we're losing against these <laughs> these, these young scholars. <laughs> one of the one of the things that turned me off of uh, playing high school football is. Uh, when my coach was describing another team, he called them powdery blue F slurs because that was their team color. So he's like, you got these powdery blue F- and just no. kept kept going yeah. and kept saying it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it was really this moment of like, oh, interesting. This would have slid five years ago. Yeah, but yeah. like right now, it feels very upsetting. You know, I think in that moment, you were the problem. What do you mean? Because you didn't win. Oh, you think that you think it was kind of a uh, I'm doing this because I love you sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to get you riled up. This is the war band, right? He didn't do a good. He just made me uncomfortable. That's yeah. actually true. You know what? I mean, part of that is I, I think about this often, where it's like when you think about sports like boxing and UFC and stuff like that, like. You do see uh, the just this high level of it seems like it seems like the insensitivity of their own physical bodies mm-hmm. kind of bleeds into insensitivity emotionally. Yeah, and yeah. it makes perfect sense to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. of course, like if you're getting punched in the head every day, or like with a football player, you're getting you know tackled as hard as someone can tackle you every day. It's like. That requires this level of, I think, disconnect from your being that I'm sure has a level of bleed through into your personality. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, sports is a proxy for war, so let those slurs fly. I'd say no. Let well, that, that that was the thing, is like he's talking to us in this way, and it's like, bro, we're a D4 high school football team. <laughs> there is... There's no need for this anywhere, especially yeah. not here. We're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my favorite part of sp- I don't like sports, but my favorite part of sports is the riot afterwards. <laughs> I live for that. 
<laughs> have you experienced that in Boston? Of course, yeah. Wh- wh- which team? Patriots or? Oh no, the uh, when the Sox won the World Series. The Sox. Oh yeah, yeah man. Damn, that was crazy. It was a nightmare. You, you're not that into sports either, right? No, not at all. Were you aware that it was... I was not aware. I was just like, oh, d- three-hour delays on the train. Okay, well, something's happening. Something happened on Mass Ave. Something fun. Yeah. Something fun. <laughs> Damn, that's so funny. I'm seeing knocked over Red Sox hats on the floor. <laughs> you know? Seeing a lot of nips on the floor. You know? Things are good. I'm just kicking through. Yeah. On my way to seven. Nips, nips can mean so many different things. It's either something really great happened or someone's worst day. Absolutely. Um, it's a beautiful thing. We're we're signing off soon. Is there is there anything you want to close with, Terrence? Um, I want to close with, uh, you guys are great. I love you all. Um, Angela, hit me up, DM me. I'm here for you. You're my Nubian queen. That's about it. <laughs> And everybody, I want to thank you for listening again. Please check out the Patreon. Please see me live. Uh, I, you know, I got to keep making this money to keep Terrence in his nice little shoes. Absolutely. In his nice shiny head. Daddy needs. It ain't free. Daddy needs some aftershave. Um. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining. Have a good one. <laughs>